exciting that we are back it's only been a little while since uh what about 30 days or so but uh we're here we're ready to get this thing started it is taylor trash fly fishing oh episode episode who the fuck yeah, who cares knows? yeah <laughs> and a, a ton yeah a ton yeah. Yeah. one more than the last one one more than the last mm-hmm. one then uh it's been a while, fellas. We've uh, kind of been traveling, doing uh, all kinds of different stuff. But uh, well, about think about thirty days ago. Yeah, it's been. Um, uh, you know, I guess the thing that we need to talk about most is uh, the last show we did was uh, before we left to go to the Taylor's Ball. Correct. That it was. And. Uh, I know I went to Charleston. I went to Charleston. I was definitely there. I was working. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Carl, you uh, missed a pretty good time. Pretty good shindig. Pretty good shindig. Fishing. A little bit of fishing. Yeah. Um, You know, and what we all missed was a fucking storm. Thankfully. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, there are people in Florida and Georgia, Carolinas, that did not miss Fair. that storm. Mm-hmm. And selfishly, I have to say, I'm sorry that that happened to y'all, but we're still not even over Irma. So, right. no. you know, kind of glad that it didn't hit here. But wish it didn't hit there, but it yeah. did. But so uh, we uh, we did a lot of we did a lot of uh, stuff when we went to Charleston. We had a good time. Mark and I uh, took off on Thursday, Thursday. morning. Which uh, did Matthew hit on Wednesday afternoon? It was Wednesday afternoon that it hit the Panhandle, and then we overnight it, it kind of like man it. it it was a big storm, a nasty storm. Right. But then it like really like just dropped a gear Gone. and and peeled out and charged up the eastern yeah. seaboard because 
we were we were kind of in a in a pattern we were like okay is this like really the thing to be doing should we be going to charleston um not quite sure so that morning i got up took a look looked at the storm the center of the storm on the radar was kind of past charleston right so i I called and said hey paul puckett what's going on man he's like hey larry and I'm like, well, um, just, just want to just want to check in, see how the weather is. Well, you know, it's, it's a little windy. I mean, ain't, ain't nothing too bad. And I was like, well, we're thinking about driving on up, you know, instead of waiting a day. You know, you think it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah you'd be all right. You'd be all right. What time you get up here? We're going we're going to do lunch. And I was like, well, you know, I, I'd say it's probably more like a late lunch, early dinner. dinner. And um Sure enough, man, he gave us the green light. We loaded everybody up. I gave Mark a call. Yep. Mark staged alongside I-95. I slipped across Maytown, grabbed the skiff. Mark took the wingman position as I went by. Yep. We got on 95, and the wife left with the kids coming up. And, you know, it took her three hours to intercept us. I, I thought she was going to be, like, right at 95 and I-4, right oh, at about the same time. But... It took a while. I mean, she was must have been doing about five to seven miles an hour difference faster than us. She reeled us in, but it took damn near all the way to the top of Georgia before yeah. she caught up with us. She caught up with us, and then she's like, I need to get off and get fuel. So we got off and uh, <laughs> checked out one exit and then got back on and then went and got an exit that actually had fuel. fuel. So, But um, we rolled into town, and... Uh, Got settled. Um, I I went and dropped off my skiff um, over at the uh, Drake Fellas um, compound. They were nice enough to give me an opportunity to tuck my skiff away up there. And then we went and uh, met Paul Puckett and Wilds at uh, Home Team at the downtown location. Had some barbecue. Carl, you missed a lot of good food. I know. Oh. You know. That's what I last year. That would have been the the shining memory. Well, <laughs> the only memory was definitely home team. Was it's crazy. Carl, that where we went is that the downtown one? No, no, we went to the home team West Ashley when okay. you went. Yeah, yeah. So we went to the one downtown. And I think it's very loosely downtown because um, it's kind of north of downtown. I always right. get so confused the way that that city's laid out. Like to me, which way's north from downtown? I guess actually, it'd be west of downtown is where it really is because north of downtown is Mount Pleasant, Mount right Pleasant. Yeah. across the bridge. It's like kind of turned on its yeah onto the side a little bit there, but. Uh, so yeah, we got up there, had some delicious barbecue, oh, and um, then we kind of took it easy and turned in early, if I remember yeah. right. And yeah. uh, we had big plans to go fish the next morning, and uh, I didn't realize it, but Mark had not fished the grass before. Never. So we um, got up the next morning and went and grabbed the skiff. Bree and Wilds um, were willing to kind of be our low country Sherpas and uh, Sherpas Sherpas. Mm -hmm. and uh, 
we went out on the Wando, the Wando yeah. River. And, uh, you know, when we pulled up to the boat ramp, landing. The, the landing, <laughs> the landing, <laughs> it was uh, pretty desolate. There might have been like one or two commercial boat trailers there. Yeah, there wasn't much at all. It wasn't anything at all, really. And uh, it was because the wind was rather swift and it was blowing against that incoming tide. Mm -hmm. So he had the outlaw. I had my whip ray 16 and we launched and commenced to... uh, powering through some it was, pretty uh, it was a well-deserved <laughs> small craft advisory absolutely. that morning <laughs> and uh, you know but we we ran far enough that we got kind of yeah. out of it finally um and, and you know the worst of it was right there where the uh, container ship dock was where it opened up yeah and once it kind of kicks off to the left there it kind of you know that pinch point whatever yeah i felt right. like it smoothed out a little bit and uh we checked two or three, two two places. wasn't really the tide hadn't really come up. So then we kind of pushed on, and the last place that we were, the water was just starting to come up, yeah. and we were, you know, hey, just pull back, you know, probably check that out. So that's what we started doing. And they're like, oh, we're gonna move down the way, you know, a quarter mile or so. We'll, we'll hook up with you guys later. And I, I'll be honest with you, I was starting to be like, shit, this ain't happening. You know, <laughs> nothing's going on. We're not seeing anything. Yeah. And then, bam, we see the first tail. And uh, I don't think we ended up doing much with that fish. Uh, I think it was no. like it was like up tail, and then like where did it, where go? Did it go? And uh, maybe five, seven minutes later, we saw the one that ended up being the first one in the grass that you caught. Yeah. And literally, that fish was the most laid back, happy, chill ass red Just. fish. Just rooting around, doing its deal, oblivious to the fact that we were there. There, right. And, I mean, we, it was like cast after cast. It'd be like, you know, he's moving right to left. You'd put it in on the left side of him. And as soon as the fly would land, he'd mosey back the other way. But eventually, he kind of boxed himself into like this little corner. And he had nowhere to go but back towards us. So Mark makes a cast fish like wanders away from it another cast and every every cast subsequently the fish is closer Closer. and closer and closer to the boat so i'm like starting to get a little bit of a urgency (laughs) like from the back of the boat like this this isn't going to end well and i mean mark was doing everything that he should be doing but the fish just fucking wasn't reacting to the fly, wasn't seeing the fly, whatever. You know, I, I don't have a redfish brain. And I finally just said, hit him on the head. Hit him on the head. Hit him on the head. And Mark damn near hit him on the head. And when he did, it woke that fish up, and that fish just absolutely destroyed the crab fly. Nice. It was, it was awesome. So uh, Mark lands his first fish. Of course, we... Fucking lay down some photos for the gram. Mm-hmm. Um, some video, some photo. Um, uh, you know, made sure that all of our product was placed appropriately. Did you, you know, do like a meeting? All like the a logos meeting. 
Like uh, right after that fish, you take. We all usually the we usually debrief back at the landing if we're in. I'll do it before I put the fish back in the water. Oh really? I'm usually like, come You're, on, guys. All right, brainstorm. Yeah, what yeah. are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> Get the paper and pen. Okay. This fish ain't looking good. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll go through a couple hundred hashtags. Um, stuff we want, stuff we have. Um, how wokeeth we are about the environment. Right microplastics so on and so forth and then I'll try to revive the fish after the fact well you know the important part is making sure that everybody that sees your post knows that you're like dialed in politically Mm -hmm. that you know all the action buzzwords the Mm -hmm. talking points and Mm -hmm. if you just hashtag the talking points you're usually pretty good. Right. People Absolutely. are like, holy shit, that I guy. I do like a town hall style meeting uh-huh. the whole, of the whole presentation and just, just hashtags. every other word that I would say. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's not keep them wet so much as it's make them wet again. Make them wet again. Make right. them wet again. Yeah. And again. <laughs> right. So. No, it that, was. Yeah. So that worked out well. It did. I mean, it was. Amazing. Six months of media, one fish. Yeah. You know. Well, you know. Spread that out. You think you got. If you're doing it right, you do take enough photos, and you've always got to do both sides of the fish. Right. Because, and when you when you switch the fish from one side to the other, because like with the redfish, you know the spot's not going to be identical on each side of the mm-hmm. tail. Mm-hmm. So if you switch the fish. But also have your angler move from the front of the skiff to the back of the skiff. Mm-hmm. You can typically get enough photos that if you recycle it back through, like thirty days later, yeah. people don't realize. I mean, yeah, you might have the same hat on or the same, but like I'm like, hey, hey take your hats. take your glasses off. Yeah. You know, roll your sleeves right. up a little bit. And, and Mark's like, don't you think we should get the fish back in the water? I'm like, fuck the fish. Fuck get the, fish. the fucking pictures, man. <laughs> this is the gram, mm-hmm. okay? Hold it by the, the gram we're talking about. We are here for the right. likes, baby. And and if we do this right, we're going to get some DMs out of this. Right. So, Sliding on it. Yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. really important. Um, and I just had to follow his advice. Mm-hmm. Being new to the game. Mm-hmm. Hey. It is what it is. Listen to the man. So... You know, I mean, we did keep it pretty mellow. We didn't do any corksucker poses mm-hmm. or any parrot rod poses. Mm-hmm. It was just the fish. And as much corksucker, as much <laughs> as, as much as I could tell, Mark really wanted to do like the the, the in vogue pose right now. Okay, is holding the fish slightly elevate the tail. Mm-hmm. And you don't look at the camera. You look down at the fish. Like a newborn baby. Mm-hmm. Le- no, almost like you want, like if you knew the picture wasn't going to be taken, that you're going to roll that middle finger down there. Give it a little tickle. And just tickle the butthole. <laughs> just that. You're just like looking down and going, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'm tickling your butthole. <laughs> that's right. It's going to be okay. I know you can't breathe, but it's kind of part of it. So I'm going to put you back in the water and make you wet again. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm rubbing your butthole. I, w- I was that excited. Yeah. So, you know, but I was like, now nah, let's not do the butthole shot. I just want you to, you know, a little the standard grip and grin. Mm-hmm. That'll work. Mm-hmm. It's your first. You know, you can do it right. with your first on the grip and grin. It's okay. 
So that's what we did. We rolled with the grip and grin. And, um, you know, while he was fighting the fish and all that, I got some video and I made sure to orient my phone. So it was like optimized for Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, you know, very minimal, anything that I would need to do when it came to editing. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, that was the best part of that trip was being able to get that much Instagram goodness out of it. Mm-hmm. Content. Yeah. 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 Content creation. Premium content creation. Premium content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, I did warn Mark that if he continues to have that kind of success, um, probably the next step, um, you know, as his followers are going up and people are sliding shit into his DMs constantly, mm-hmm. he's starting to get offers for like free shit and mm-hmm. like, you know, hey man, well, I saw free that, or at least 10%. Well, you know, at least 10% yeah, right. off, you know, and, and, and people have been seeing, hey man, you've been using the right hashtag, so we're mm-hmm. going to give you like 10% off our product mm-hmm. as long as you keep doing the hashtag and make sure that, you know, you keep your deck cluttered with our shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Discount code for the followers. Yeah, absolutely. All that. And I said, you know, that's probably cool, but be prepared. The next step, as soon as you start seeing that shit going down, you don't change your Insta name. You just add to it. So it's like dot media. And then you're like fucking, I mean, people are like, oh, mad respect, bro. That's dot media is... He's the real deal. Right. He's like he's like the same thing now. What moms were when digital single lens reflex cameras came out, they were all photographers. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll take pictures of your baby. It's pretty cool. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, it works really, really well. It's a high, like kind of a hierarchy. It's something that you work towards. It's a goal. Yeah. Life goal. Squad goal. Squad, Squad goal. goal. Yeah. yeah. Squad goals. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Carl, what what would you say is like the one thing that you're most sad about that you missed on that trip? Probably I mean, I'm sure you've barbecue. heard us talking about it. Yeah. I mean, barbecue. Yeah. Probably. You know, we had barbecue on that trip, and it was really good. But we yeah. also went to. Tex One? No, Mex One. Mex One. Mex One. Oh, man. It was good. It was good. That's um, a new one, right? That's, yeah, yeah. It's out in uh, Sullivan's? Sullivan's Island. And uh, if you are if you happen to be visiting the greater Charleston area and you're in Sullivan's Island, I would tell you that, you know, Mex One is some good grub, uh, cold beer. Don't park on the grass. All wheels off the pavement. That's just well insider knowledge. Hashtag <laughs> taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, little insider. There's uh, a no parking sign. Oh no, there's Don't. there's forty million no parking signs. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's it's no parking on the pavement. So ah. it, you even if there's no no parking sign and you park but leave a wheel on the pavement, you get a ticket. So you got to get off the pavement. It doesn't matter that you're halfway on top of the hedge of the house that you're in front of. You're off the pavement, pavement. so now you're good. Legal. Legal. Um, We went to Bon Bon Me, um, which was, it's like the, like, 
Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yeah. And they have a downtown location, which we, we ate at last year when we were leaving. We got the banh mi sandwich to go. But then they have a new one out yep. in Mount Pleasant. And damn, it was good. It was real good. Real good. Oh. So. Man. Sorry, Carl. I know. Last year was post-hurricane. Yes. This year was pretty much the same time as same it, it, it really was mm-hmm. yeah it's weird like that and and this year was a month after right you know it was like oh let's move it into the fall you know a little bit further less of a chance of this shit so we're gonna have to check and see if paul somehow like knows the right global warming people to figure yeah. out mm-hmm. you know maybe put in a good word yeah, to get them yeah. off next year because yeah. I mean you know two years it was kind of like touch and go whether it was going to happen or not so and it was it was just post because it was Taylor for Texas yes right, it was called yeah so for well, Harvey yeah that was for Harvey and then we got hammered yeah. and I was <laughs> like well what about Taylor's for fucking yeah. Taylor Park we hadn't had air conditioning in a week by the time we got there. We're raising money for people in Texas. Right. <laughs> Galveston. Galveston mm-hmm. Bay. So, uh... I got I'm notes. Gonna, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to reference my notes because, you know, we've had a few people comment along the way um, that they think that when we have topics the podcast is much better uh, because we don't just like ramble along or whatever. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, so far or whatever on my know. notes, we've talked about the Taylor's ball. Well, yep. kind of sort of, we, we, we talked about the fact that we went there. We didn't talk much about the Taylor's ball, but here's a, here's a brief synopsis. A bunch of people got together. A bunch of people drank, a bunch of people drank beer. Uh, a bunch of people looked at Drake boat works had, an outlaw out front. They sold an outlaw while they were there. Yep. More beers were drunk. Um, a little bit more drinking. Pretty rad band. The uh, the, the, uh, the band. That, yeah. The what is it? I think it was the Fisters. The Fisters. Started second guessing myself. <laughs> yeah. You were thinking Tinkara. I get it. Right. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, then then uh, after. A lot of drinking there. We went and drank elsewhere. So yeah. there you go. Um, the next thing on my list starts with Yeti dog bowls. Mm. Ends with um, Yeti blankets. Yeti blankets? Oh, yeah. Those yeah. are the things now. There's, I, I did not even know. There is. It's like a Yeti picnic blanket. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, by the way, the Red Sox won the World Series. Nice. So yeah. it's over. It's yeah. official. Boom. Suck it, Dodgers. <laughs> hey, Dodgers, go get a Yeti picnic blanket. <laughs> Looks like you Suck dodged it. that ring. Right. Good work. <laughs> All right. The, uh, uh, yeah, my, so my Yeti, Yeti has a $200 picnic blanket. It's supposedly waterproof or resistant on the bottom. I'm not sure which. Oh. Um. I think it comes in blue. Well, and it'll it come in Yeti like a season, seasonal. Like there'll yeah. be like a coral one next mm, year. Don't, don't make fun of coral. For spring. <laughs> That's a blessed color. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a spring color. Right. 
Um, <laughs> I noticed an extremely astute observation in my notes. It says Charleston, and then <laughs> the next line item says it's fall. <laughs> in the words of every white girl's Instagram, happy fall, y'all. Fall, y'all. So, I mean, let's just talk. Let's just go around the table and talk about. I'm sorry. What's our favorite fall fall flavored of coffee? Uh, our favorite fall boots with the fur. Mm. Our favorite scarves. I don't think it's quite that fall yet. No, it's just a. It's official. Officially, yeah. You know, it was actually. When we went to Charleston was the first time it actually felt like fall after mm-hmm. that hurricane went past, like yeah. a little bit of cool weather came in behind it, and then it got hot again. But then this weekend is actually cool again. Like it was in fifties last night here, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. It it's probably the first time tonight, it's been in the fifties in probably six months, eight months. Yeah. It's in the fifties here tonight. Yeah. Fifty six. Mm-hmm. Well, so Yeti dog bowls, Yeti yeah. blankets, Yeti so chairs. So the the Yeti dog bowls, like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm just a little bit confused as to, and and I, I, in all honesty, I haven't looked at like what does a Yeti dog bowl cost, but I can only imagine. I can tell you, it's fifty dollars. So nice. What what are the what are the benefits associated with getting my dog? that particular dog bowl as opposed to that stainless steel dog bowl right there keeps the water colder longer are there oh they're insulated i think the same i, I think it's basically the same tech as what's in the cups vacuum vacuum sealed double walled oh really yes so now. so am i to infer from that that maybe i've been doing dog fatherhood wrong for a while now because well, I don't serve chilled water to my dog. Am I, am no, I fucking no, up? He'll, my dog will eat ice cubes. Oh, it's called the Boomer. The Boomer. It's kind of a dog name. I, oh, thought, it was a, I thought it was a quarterback's name. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Yeti Boomer 8 dog bowl Okay, is designed to be as dependable and adventurous as your best friend. Because you know what? My dog's bowl just broke down the other day. Yeah. It's just a battery thing or whatever, and I had to to jump start it. And I was like, man, I wish this bowl... Was as dependable. Yeah, this metal bowl didn't... It wasn't... ah, So many problems, you know? I wish I had more dependability. Um, And when I think of adventure, I'm thinking not so much of the dog... As his metal bowl. I mean, maybe, maybe I or plastic bowl. Even. Perhaps, maybe I don't make enough money to to think mm-hmm. that. It's not about making; it's about wasting. Well, well that's what I'm, you know. Like if <laughs> if I'm if I'm saying, you know, the adventure and all, adventure costs money. Like if I, you know, like, and I could probably right. save a little bit of money by buying that dog bowl over there mm-hmm. versus. Did you say it's a $50 dog bowl? It's, it's 50 bucks. So it, you have one. Hold on. For- so, so, all right, that's a $50 dog bowl. Mm-hmm. How much is their, um, one of their bigger cups? 35 
I think so. I think you're right. The yeah. 30, thirty ounce is thirty-five. The twenty ounce is thirty. So how many ounces does the dog bowl hold? Uh, I don't know. Eight cups. It says eight cups. So you could almost like justify getting it as a punch bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, my thought process on it was if it was the double wall vacuum, it would make one hell of a chili bowl. But <laughs> it, you guys, it's eight, eight cups of death chili. Death by chili. Death by chili. Like you, you never unless you're just a glutton. You'd never finish it. But it would keep it hot for eight hours, so you could start it at like ten in the morning and come back at seven p.m. and finish it for dinner. Less waste. <laughs> Are they pitching this to the dogs of Instagram? Mm-hmm. Like reaching out? Hey. Oh. I don't I know. if you're going to get a reach out. No. Yeah. No, I doubt it. Uh, here's the deal with that. You can drink uh, out of a Yeti cup for 35 bucks. Dogs don't just drink out of bowls. They also eat out of bowls. That's 100 bones. Right. A hundred bucks. <laughs> well, and now to put your slobbery ass dog's face. <laughs> Damn, just eating better than me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't drink me. out of fifty dollar cups. I don't eat out of fifty. Okay, so plus. so so we know that there's this crazy dog bowl. Correct. Um, and recently, I, I wasn't able to attend. Um. Because I refuse to pay to go see recycled YouTube content. Mm-hmm. That's why I was unable to attend. Yes. The Yeti 10-year anniversary. 10 years of Tundra. 10 years cold was the slogan. 10 years cold. Ben, I believe you I, partook in that I event. I did pay to watch recycled Yeti videos. Um, so, Chris Rivera hit me up. He said he and Allie were going for his birthday present. Asked me if I wanted to go. I've been making fun of this thing for weeks. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me if I was going to go. I was like, heck no, I'm not going to this. Well, Chris asked me. I was like, all right, I guess I'll go. So I show up, and Chris says, "We're gonna. I'm going to get it started at 7. He's like, I'm going to get there at 6.15, you know, get a couple drinks. and Hell Chris, yeah. There it is. There's what? The Lowlands Blanket. Two $200. $200. $200. Holy they, I'll tell you what, Yeti is, I, I'm calling it now, is going to try to give Orvis a run for their money in the dog department. They're going to make the oh, blankets, the, the bowls. Dog bed. The Orvis dog bed. And then wait for Orvis coolers to start coming out. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be cross-contamination mm-hmm. everywhere. We're doing it all wrong, guys. I slept with a regular blanket. Ridiculous. <laughs> but you know, unfortunate not fortunate not unfortunately, but like they're just not marketing to us. No. That's the thing. No. Like no. and and when I say that, I don't mean that like we're better than Yeti. I think we're just more sensible than Yeti. Yeah. Like if you're a sensible person, you look at it and you say, I go out on my skiff. Usually on the weekends. Occasionally, I get lucky and get a day off in the middle of the week. But I go out. I'm out there on a fucking getting crazy day, six, eight hours. I don't even like <laughs> my shit will stay cold in a p- 
Publix like insulated grocery bag with with a a, huh? a frozen you know bottle of water in there like and be deliciously cold. So I don't need that kind of stuff. But what Yeti has done to their credit is they've created this cult like following, and if it is Yeti, it's as if dear Jesus. Mm-hmm. has walked across whatever mm-hmm. body of water that you're about to launch your boat on mm-hmm. and come to you and said, you need this product. Mm-hmm. Please follow me. Don't just lay on the ground yeah, like and some the, bum. And, and, and they've, they've mastered it because, I mean, people are lining up to buy $200 blankets Yet to transform, like it, it's mm-hmm. it's insanity. I mean, the the dog bowls, the whole the whole lot, the three hundred dollar camp chair, camp chair. Like, I'm damn skippy, like crazy happy that I can buy a twenty dollar camp chair that'll last a summer, summer and a half. I throw it in the right. garbage, and I get another one. Like, done. So I can. How many years can I finance my? my ass being comfortable in a camp chair right. at 20 bucks a lick quite a long time quite a long yep. time yeah you know so Ben goes to I go the to recycled Yeti content yes. so celebration I there Chris is late hold so on I'm hold on you're getting way ahead <laughs> of me bad. here you're getting way ahead of me so this was a uh, very exclusive event you needed a ticket to go correct you, you did need a ticket okay so you RSVP'd by swiping your credit card. Correct. I secured my elite spot. <laughs> That's how they make sure it's you. Yeah. 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 It's like voter ID. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Except they don't care if your name matches the ticket. They just want to see the ticket. Right. Mm-hmm. So you went to the event. How many people would you say were at the event total? Um, so I don't know how big. Was it a packed house? It was pretty full. Pretty, pretty full. full. There were some people standing in the back, but I don't know if that was by choice or because there were empty seats. I don't know. I don't. the The name of the theater was weird. It's the Plaza Live. I don't know how many people the Plaza Live mm-hmm. seats, but it was pretty full. Okay. All right. Um, I'd say at least at least ninety percent. Okay. Well, good. Good. Um, were there any heroes in 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 attendance, there, there were Yeti superheroes in attendance. Um, Oliver White was there. He graced us with his presence. Beard or no beard? Beard. Beardly. Um, Carl, if you'd have known he was there, you could have gotten your title for your skiff. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Then uh, Rob Fordyce was there, who, outside of his Instagram connection with Yeti, I haven't like seen him in any videos, so I, you know, I kind of wasn't expecting him to be there. But I think he maybe came more for the other half of the celebrity event, but we'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, Outdoor Hillary was there. Okay. Um, What's their name? It's. I think I think it's outside Hillary. It. Either way, <laughs> it's about as fascinating as it listens to as a Hillary Clinton speech. So <laughs> there was that. Sorry, Hillary. Um, She'll never hear this. I know. We're way below that radar. <laughs> eh, one day. One day she'll 
hit rock bottom and find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carter, I think it's Carter Andrew is his name. Uh-huh. Andrew Carter, but I'm going to go with Carter Andrew, who's got this really weird sailfish video from years ago. Probably f- pushing four years, I think. It could be up to 10 years because it's it a celebration of 10, 10 years, years of um, Yeti goodness. To the point, like, I've heard, like, one little blip about this guy from a video. I think I watched the video one time and just kind of was like, yeah, not for me. And he was there. See now, this this is where the last, at least two out of the four people, Ben's age difference and mine become very stark and apparent to me. Okay, because like Rob Fordyce, yeah, mm-hmm. older guy, fucking older guy, <laughs> older meaning like well, he's not forty and up. Instagram for okay. six months. He's okay. like on t- regular TV. So, yeah. He's so, like a pre-internet star. Correct. Did, do you know who Jose Wahibijibi is? Wahibijibi. I really wish I could say yes. but <gasps> Jose well, Wahibijibi. Jose from a, uh, yes. Spanish, oh, Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. It, it took me a minute, okay? D- don't shoot. It was the, wa- it was the Wahibijibi. The, I know you got Harry, Don't shoot. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was the Wahibijibi that, that threw me through All right, the loop. So Jose yes. Wahibijibi. Spanish Fly. Correct. You're familiar with that show? Yes. Familiar or you've watched it? I have seen a little bit of it and I'm familiar with it, but I wouldn't say I could quote it or give you a play-by-play of the scene. Okay. So Carter as well as Rob were certainly on that show with Jose fairly often. So like my generation, when I see those guys, that's who on Saturday mornings I would see, you know, so I get that part. Okay. Um, Oh, he's got like a television show now. Yeah. uh, Sea Hunter. Oh, Rob well, does now. Rob does. Yeah, yeah, Rob does now. Uh, Carter Andrews. Carter does. It's. I think he. I think I heard him say something about the that. The obsession of Carter Andrews. It looks like it's a. But oh, it's a Amazon Prime. Okay. Video. So I'll go check it out. It check it out. Recording. And then I wasn't familiar with. Yeah. You know, and I know Rob does the Sea Hunter, and it was something mm-hmm. before that. But well, like, none of it's Silver really Kings appealed to me. Bit. Silver Kings, that's mm-hmm. what it was. But they're sponsored by a certain rod company right now, and I've just lost interest in watching it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've it, just seen him as. It's tarpon fishing, but I do love tarpon. Right. So he does. He he does. You know. I guess inshore species fly fishing on some shows but not all of them he's a big like offshore offshore yeah Yeah. Yeah. not really for speed you know but he's like when he did spanish fly it would be skiff stuff Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah but i think sea hunter the sea hunter stuff was yeah it's all like center console big boat offshore yeah slinging bait slinging whatever kites when you get kites involved I'm, i'm out then uh, who else was there? So t- oh, uh, Captain Lacey. Okay. And I heard rumor that Flip Pallet was supposed to be there, but I didn't see him. I thought that was one of the things. It was going to be like a talk. He was riding hard to bike Tober. Yeah, Tober. it was yeah. just I, uh, Rip Flip. He didn't make it. Yeah. Um, he was probably on his on his steed. Just as I was. Yeah, I'm headed down U.S. one day. They'll still write me a check. I'm gonna bail. Yeah, or 
Or he could have just forgotten about it. Yeah. I mean, it's entirely possible. Like in the woods. Yeah. And then uh, C.A. Richardson was there. Mm. Um, oh. Hollywood C.A. Richardson. Was he wearing all black? No. Oh, he was normal. Normal C.A. Richardson. Jeans. Okay. He was, there, he was there. He was there to uh, promote the uh, get out the vote effort, wasn't he? Correct. Um, his, P. Diddy. <laughs> MP Diddy. His, I believe his exact words were, Rock "Get off your vote. ass and vote. Um, don't vote party lines. Vote for water because if you don't vote for water in this election, you're going to lose it." Well, what does that mean? Uh, for who? I, there was like some dude's name, some chick's name, and then like, there was vote, a box vote for water. water. And like, I just oh that right, one. you vote for water yeah. and just automatically yeah. takes the best policies from every candidate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. those in Florida Bay or yeah. around the first, state. Right. Okay, for oh, it's sure not around the state because because whatever. Uh, put a roundabout number on the attendance of that event. I wonder how much. It, what was it called again? 300, 500. I would say 300. 300. Pretty conservative, but probably around 300. 20 something bucks a ticket. Probably. Well, so here's that there's two levels of tickets. There's 25 was the minimum level. Whoa. Then v- there was VIP section? The, the VIP section. Oh. Where for an extra 20, I think it was $25. It may have been. You got lap dances from the ladies? No. And I wouldn't. <laughs> I'm here. I'm a lady of conservation. Mm hmm. No comment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the so, so are you telling me what happened at the Plaza Live stays at the Plaza Live? No comment. No comment is in my my brain doesn't have a response that can generate fast enough to that. <laughs> Mostly this, this is this is late night Ben. Um, I have had just a, a ton of jokes right there that I just I, didn't. I appreciate you, Carl. <laughs> Conservation ladies, lap dances <laughs> at Yeti events and. Some of the problems it, that we have with blue green algaes and red tides and stuff that just doesn't go together that well. It's disgusting. Oh, but it can. Yeah. Uh, well, the whole event was disgusting, so it kind of does fit. Um, so my point. All right. So my point. Let's let's say on average, because there's cost of of having the the venue, the venue. Yeah. and all that. And, you know, not only the cost of the venue, but the cost of flying in folks like Hillary. Correct. Um, Rob. Yeah. Carter. So you're bringing in, um, I can't remember the name, Mark. What was the, it's not. Um, Elite. Is it elite? Yes, bring legendary. in the. Legendary. Was it legendary? Legendary. The legendary anglers. Bringing the legendary anglers in. To wow folks like you, Ben, quite honestly. Dazzle me. Just <laughs> dazzled by oh my you didn't even know who two of them were. So that's how that's how legendary they are. Well, exactly. And <laughs> so hold on. So okay. <laughs> so of course they're gonna be put up in a hotel, flight, yeah. um, probably meals, some free beverages, um, all that kind of stuff. So Conservatively, let's say, I would say conservatively, probably half the people bought the fifty dollars VIP. Four grand, five grand gets donated to the cause de jour, <laughs> which in this case is C. A. Richardson has tipped the tipped it a little bit. It's probably captains for clean water. Correct. Mm-hmm. So by going to this. 
creating and generating. And they, they gave them a merch booth to sell. To sell their, their stuff. CCW stuff. And none of the monies generated at this Orlando event do a damn thing for helping this fucking mud puddle out behind it where we're sitting right now. No. no not, not a not damn bit. dime. No. And but they came and fished it. They did. they did come and fish it. Hillary caught a redfish out here, and somebody else, I think maybe Oliver, came and fished out here. A couple, two of them did at least. Probably all of them. But And I, I hope that Justin Price, while he had Hillary on the boat, who <laughs> gave her gave her the, you realize right. how yeah. fucking horrible the lagoon is doing. You realize everything that you and Yeti are doing is great, except for the fact that it ignores the venue where you're located. Right. You know? And let's be honest. The a majority of what's already happening in the Everglades restoration plan was already on the books. It was a matter of it had to go through the re- review proper process channels. and the proper channels, and it's starting to happen with or without all the fucking right. kicking and screaming and name calling that went down. Yeah. Um, uh, the only the only thing that's really changed is somebody doesn't have to fish every day anymore. They just have an office job. That's <laughs> really what's changed. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm a little turned off that, you know, a lot of what started out as being really cool and enjoyable, like the fly fishing film tour. Right. Because yeah. I've been going since the fucking inaugural year in yeah. Florida, down at the IGFA, when there was just a tiny little handful of us that even knew that it was going on. And to what it is today, I don't go to the one in Orlando because no. I can't put up with the fucking bullshit yeah. host that that hosts it now. Like it, I went to the very first time that organization hosted the Orlando show, and it was an abomination. For a Thursday night, a bunch of people trying to check out from their day job and their day life yeah. and watch some fucking fishing, and you're shown a PowerPoint for then the conservation group du jour which is BTT, you know, Bonefish Tarpon Trust, what happened to them? What happened to the great mission that they were... uh, They got fucking pushed to the side real quick because the new kids in town... new ones. You know, the new cool hat to have on is the captains for clean water. And you know, it's interesting. There's one person around here that I have mad respect for. Billy Rodney works his ass off behind the scenes, donates an immeasurable amount of time working his ass off to try to make a difference for this Mosquito Lagoon. And he and I talk a lot. Mm -hmm. And he and I talked about, well, you know, Captains for Clean Water has said, you know, they'll they'll help statewide. So I said, reach out to them. Let them know. I mean, we're, we, there's stuff, like simple stuff. We're not asking for money. We're asking for them to lend their voice. Yeah. He reached out. Got like that, eh, not interested. Nah, don't have time. Nah. So, you know what? I wish them the best, but I don't see them as anything other than out to benefit South Florida, period, the end. Right. They can say what they want to say about what they're doing, but it's not what I'm seeing. So, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with these, you know, big events. And then, you know, let's if we're if we're staying on this kind of topic for a second, you know, Yeti just went public. 
just had an IPO. Yes, they did. That was a wild success. <laughs> and isn't it isn't it odd that a lot of the social justice warriors that are trotted out at events like you went to, yeah, are so blatantly anti capitalism. That's what's wrong. That's why the climate's changing. That's what. Yep. Yet here they have a NYSE company, listed company now. Public that that <laughs> that they're stumping for, you know. It just, it's just so weird on so many levels, and it's just like what it ultimately comes down to is who's slipping them the cash or the bennies to to jet set around and go to all these awesome tournaments. And, and you know what? I don't blame these people for doing it. If if Yeti called me tomorrow and said. Larry, you are a legendary angler, and we need you in Louisiana this week to feed dumb redfish anything that they'll eat. Come on down. We're going to give you a brand new hat, probably a, a, a new cup, and uh, pay for everything pay for you. Right hey, man, I'm, I'm your Yeti man. But I would at least be honest about it. Hmm. Like, you know, it's it's an endorsement deal. It's not you – know, these people are acting like it's like this, that they're – messianic you know that they're they're like the second coming that they're when it when i start seeing on instagram them lecturing me about how i need to vote and remind me to go vote really yeah it's it's fucking instagram it's it's the patagonia is really guilty about that too yeah uh, oh yeah the gooch. I did a ton of patagucci stuff blown up on my phone at the midterms are more important than ever. And, and yes, they're right. These things are important. Go out, vote. We're not saying that. It's just, I don't want to hear it from a clothing company, a cooler company. I don't care about your opinion. Right. I don't. Either I like your product. Your product. Right. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Mm. Good advice, but hurts my feelings every time. Well. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was it was interesting. The uh, and and it was kind of disappointing. I was telling Chris like, had I not been there to come hang out with you, I probably would have been really upset. I spent money on that because it was literally every Yeti video you've ever watched on YouTube. And sure, it was cool to see a couple of them on a bigger screen, but it it was the only thing. There was only one video that was kind of new, and then they did a Q and A with the <laughs> the quote unquote heroes of the films. Um, the the ambassadors, ambassadors, the brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. But they literally were, literally called them heroes. Called them heroes. Of show. Some of you all might have noticed. We have the heroes. We have the heroes of, the of these shows here for you. You look over, you see the guy like sitting. He was like sitting like six seats to the left with a prosthetic leg and a Vietnam hat. And I'm like, maybe we should. Yeah. Switch spots. No. Yeah. Right. Maybe you should walk up on stage. Yeah. Like, you're right. I am a hero. Right. Take that mic. And yeah. Learn you something. Did he ever? Did he ever fly fish? Kamchatka or what? You know. Right. No. 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 I bet you he's not been in a Soviet helicopter. Right. Maybe a Huey. Maybe getting medevaced out. No. Yeah. But he's not been. No. Mousing. He hasn't been mousing in Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but so I think, I think we've pretty much beat that dead horse um, don't forget check your voter guide I'm for a, climate change take it, from Carl. take it from Carl 
Don't I, forget to go out and vote, guys. <laughs> I did. Try don't to, tow the party lines. <laughs> I did try to, uh, to follow the Instagram advice today on the episode mm-hmm. four tips. I put my RCI glasses, which they don't have a prescription in, so I can't use them, on top of my <laughs> case that has a Yeti sticker. So I am oh. a little bit worried this last show topic has screwed up my chances of being endorsed by Yeti. But uh, I took the risk. Maybe RCI will show some mercy and give me a pair of prescription glasses. <laughs> well, I, w- I would proffer the fact that you don't have a contract with a talent agency is probably Ooh. the number one reason you're not going to be, <laughs> quote-unquote, sponsored by so a, Yeti. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these people that are, you know, that are showing off the Instagram stuff our paid models. So, so my 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 topic my through, that we're segue through, to is crap. internet darlings. Mm. Oh. Who's hot? Who's not? Mm. Um, I like it. So, Lindsay Lohan. Not. So, what's up? Ish don't think so. <laughs> so, Ben. Yes. If if you were asked, like, who are some of the legendary Instagrammers in the fly fishing world? Who, who would you say that you've like? And this p- kind of puts Ben on the it spot, does, unfortunately. It does put Ben on the spot, um, but that's okay. Ben can handle the pressure. <laughs> um, I read Sky Barkhart's inspirational quotes every day. I'm built up like a beautiful butterfly. Um, <laughs> I don't even know who Sky Burkhart is, but okay. It's okay. Graham girl. Okay. Um, I like picture, like I like content that's got good pictures. I can almost like picture myself there. Okay. So I think my favorite fly fisherman. I really like Bree's Instagram account because it, it hits dogs, skiffs, and redfish. So those are real high on my list. I like wilds as well. That's a lot more boats than fly fishing, but still. Let's level up from there. Let's level okay. up. Those are those are people we know. Those are friends yeah, of but, ours. But genuinely, those are ones that I look forward to seeing. Okay. Let's talk um, about heroes. Yeah. Let's talk about the yeah, heroes. Yeah, this is, this is heroes. Like, you know. Uh, honestly, probably one of the, the favorites is probably Vokey. Okay. Um, good all-around content. Usually can get, get a chuckle out of it every couple days. I uh-huh. just think, that's cool. I wish I was there. And that includes the new bathroom. Um, looks awesome. Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and say, Carl, I'm gonna bet you that April is pretty genuinely self-made. Like she's not what you and I talked about as far as like just being the face, because like she really has worked her way up the hard way like she's yeah, earned it for sure um for sure um genuinely a fucking great human being and it's awesome whether it's organic i don't know whether it is or not or if she does have like business advisors that have said you know you need to do this on your stories you need to do that you right. know because yeah, i mean there are things that people can and can't do on their sure. on their instagram their social media presence that will help or not help but let me ask, let me ask Ben. Do you follow Maddie Brenneman? Uh, I might, but uh, hang on, I can search it. Why don't you search it up? 
Maddie has a lot of followers. Give me a follow number when you when you find her account. Hundred and eleven thousand. Hundred and eleven thousand. So no, I do not. So you don't follow don't her. Follow okay. Her. So this is an example, and she's she's a genuinely beautiful person. I'm sure in person she's probably a sweetheart. But if if you go to her profile, tell me, Ben, if you wanted to email her, what is her email address? Maddie at teamwas.com. Okay. So I would ask you, what is Team Was? Well, it sounds, I'm assuming it's a grain like quinoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I got a Googling Team Was. But I'm assuming it's like a talent agency. Or it's a backdoor site. Tinkara site. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's a talent agency. Was, uh, yeah, basically. And and I don't know whether that's where Maddie really originated from or what she's become. But when I realized that, and, and I've known for a long time that, like, if you if you look at any of her content, like the, the pictures are beautiful, but they're very staged. They're very yeah. contrived. They're they're professionally done. It's not a glimpse into her life so much as it's what they want you to see and what products they want you to buy. And I personally, what's hot, what's not on the Instagram darlings, I'm starting to call people out where I'm like, this is just blatant marketing. Like, I'm not going to be part of it. Um, I I, I don't enjoy it. I don't like hearing people tell me who to vote for. I don't like people shoving, you know, 14 different Yeti products into every photo. Social media is like, to me, we've reached, for me personally, we've, we've reached the top of the hill and we're starting back down because I real I still do enjoy social media as evidenced by the bullshit that we've done tonight. Right. But I enjoy that because I feel like I'm sharing with a bunch of like-minded friends, a bunch of nobodies right. per se. It's, it's what we are. Let's face it. Yeah. We're, we're not any, yeah. any big deal in the fly fishing world. No. Never will be probably. And we've got a bunch of other guys and girls for that matter that enjoy listening to this conversation <coughs> probably driving down a lonely fucking road with a cracked windshield thinking that's exactly what I was thinking or you're knucklehead and, and it, at least we're keeping somebody company on that five hour day trip you know wherever or in a cubicle versus we're not trying to sell them anything other than maybe yeah. a sticker or a hat Yeah, and that's just because it's just fun to do you know right. But uh, I don't know, man. The 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 I I think the Drake magazine did an article maybe last time. Last issue or the one before, or the one before about you know social media and what you know what's what it doing? Yeah, yeah, and and I'm starting to think, man, it's it's becoming a little bit of a negative to me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even. Even in the way I hold fish, I second guess. Do I make sure this doesn't look like I'm squeezing a fish too hard, or does it? You know, I mean, uh, see, that doesn't even enter the equation. Well, but I mean, maybe it comes from a business account perspective too, right? Um, but like, 
I can't take a picture of an, even a juvie tarp and hold it in the water because someone's going to get onto me because the belly's getting squeezed too mm-hmm, hard. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know. I know that's petty as heck, but... That's why I lay them flat out on the pavement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say my least favorite uh, Instagram fad or social media fad that I wish would die is using your foot as a measuring stick for these fish. God, just take what? Them. Have you seen it? Where someone, no. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I stand up and give it, but it gives zero visual aid to the listeners. Where you'll see like a picture of a a redfish just, and it's it happens a lot with solo fishermen where they'll just this, lay the redfish on, on the ground. This has got to be a kayak thing. No, I've seen it in all <laughs> facets where they'll just lay it down and step next to it so you can kind of like use their foot as Dude. the gauge of how big this fish is like. Okay, so your homework assignment okay. is is to like send me two or three of those. Okay. Cuz I'm going pop up. I, I'm going to I'm going to hashtag salt strong. I'm going to quickly Go and check their profile, and if it doesn't have a shoe size, fuck it. It doesn't. Well, mean, it means nothing to me. And that's what it means. Fucking nothing. Is, do me the diligence of saying, "P.S. I've got a size 15 shoe." That tells me something. I'm a size six. Okay, the fish isn't that impressive. I'm gonna get like a baby shoe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom, monster. <laughs> they, can't no. I've seen that. No. Other other Instagram accounts, higher profile. Uh, Kayla Lockhart, I like hers a lot. Pretty good comment content, at least picture wise. Her her live stories are pretty fun to watch. Um, she's got a pretty mouth. Cracks me up when she just starts cussing at fish. Cracks me up. Um, a couple days ago, she's out jumping tarpon, and, and they lost a couple. It's good. She got into it. She got into it. Mm-hmm. And she got sunburned. Oh, oh. promise to wear a sun shirt the next day. Um, <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's probably my, that's probably my, that's all I got in. What about you, Mark? It, you know, any, any, what's, what's hot, what's not in the old social media? I don't know. I guess I'm just getting old. You know, all my heroes, Steve Huff, Steve Bailey, they don't. You know, they don't post anything. Joan Wolf. I mean, she doesn't have an Instagram. Right. And she's the lady. Right. <laughs> so, I'm just not on it enough to care. I'd say my, <laughs> my for sure what's not uh-huh. are the fly fishing of Instagram and... Uh, and skiffs of Instagram. And good it's, one. It's, it's just. Oh a yeah. It's it's not. A yeah, that's a no good content. Yeah, yes. it's just like a an Instagram, and there's a, lo- a ton of automotive ones, there's a ton of boat ones, is, and it's just like fans of other people's Toyota. But like you said, the fishing's getting the same way. Oh, yeah. Flyfishing.instagram followed it. Well, who the yeah. hell? Is, what? And it's just everybody else's yeah. photos and just photos from the internet or whatever, and it's just an Instagram page. Yeah, uh, it's not. For you know, I've I've had what is it? What's the skiff one? Um, skiffs only or something? You know, skiff whatever. life. Yeah. No, no, skiff life. It no, has no, like no. a blog and stuff. <clears throat> That's different, right? But yeah, it's uh, yeah, whatever. Another one. Yeah, yeah. whatever that like. I got a notification that, you know, because 
that some like that I had been tagged in something. So I was like, I look and I'm like, well, that's my the picture I posted on my Instagram, and that's verbatim. Oh, yeah, uh, my caption. Remember. Oh, it's no, it was your boat sitting yeah. inside of my shop. Yeah, <laughs> I just like, yeah. And and I'm like, like a skiff life, a skiff life. It might be. Yeah, and and I was like, what is this dick beater? Yeah, you know. And yeah. and then like a they, day later, they blocked me. A different picture <laughs> with with my yeah. skiff and like something that I I had posted, and then there was the one that you yeah. put. And it, again, it was a verbatim. It was. The actual, the same picture, and I was like, "Who is this?" Like, you know, if you think that I have a cool skiff, which I think I have a cool skiff, I love my skiff. At least send like a DM and be like, "Hey, man, I really love your skiff. Do you mind if I share it on my account?" Sure, no problem. Like, you know, I I still don't really like that because, like, to me, Instagram is. Like a looking glass into what's my what's going yeah, on with yeah, you. Right. You know, it's how I keep up with what's going on with old Carl. What's yeah. what's Mark up to? What's Ben up to? Not I don't I don't want my shit recycled. Right. <coughs> but I'm also you know well enough aware that at the end of the day I don't need to go tilting windmills like picking a battle with some fucking dweeb that has zero originality and that's all he does is makes his life out of grabbing everybody else's shit and recycling it like he he has to look in the mirror so mm-hmm. at the end of the day what is he doing it, it's kind of a weird thing and i don't really remember it anywhere but um instagram with like they're like weird meme pages uh-huh. that just share other shared you know over shared stuff yeah um, I'm sure there's like a bunch of like chicks, hot chicks of Instagram, funny memes of Instagram, Lo- tons of automotive ones. Cause well, there's so there's, uh, there's like uh, chicks that fly fish or girls yeah, that fly yeah. fish. You know, it's like fly fly fishing girls of Instagram yeah. and like all. That. It's like so on they're like trolling mm-hmm. hashtags and then they just go and like repost. Right. And it's like, I mean, really. It is shallow water skiffs. That's shallow skiff yeah, life. Okay. Shallow Sorry, water skiffs. Skiff. Put you on blast. Yeah. We might My be bad. cool. Have a look at your page. I reached out and gave them some choice words and got banned. Got banned. Oh well. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, you know, we've beat the living shit out of social media, Yeti. We had a good time in Charleston. Um, mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break. Go uh, see if we can see a little bit. Uh, of what's going on with uh, the World Series. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back to bullshit about some other meaningless topic very soon.
right, we're back. So, a uh, little break, get uh, everybody rehydrated, get cold beers uh, around the table if anybody needed them. Carl got a little break. I got uh, a couple things left on my list. Um, you know, uh, over the recent weeks, uh, since we were away, we debuted the new sticker and uh we're actually <laughs> on my list as well yeah we actually <laughs> yeah, uh yeah. are uh, sold out already on that so uh sticking pigs with grape jelly was uh an awesome success everybody that uh was cool enough to sling a few bucks our way to help us pay the bills for this uh little thing we call the taylor trash fly fishing podcast we appreciate you um but on my list, more so than uh, bragging about Carl making an instant classic <laughs> with that mm-hmm. sticker, is uh, stop begging for free stickers. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Um, I feel like I'm kind of guilty of it, though. N- do, like do if, you do I, it? if somebody, if there was like a, a candid camera show, uh-huh. and there was a <laughs> table full of stickers, right? they could probably get me six times. Okay. I would probably sneak oh, back over back, and be like, go back. I don't think they noticed that time either. I'm going to go for another <laughs> and just maybe get one of each color. Well, you know, it's funny <laughs> being being kind of the point person on, you know, getting the stickers out when people order them and all that. I end up getting um, to read some of the more creative, um, hey, man, I really need one. It's always I need mm-hmm. one of those stickers. Hey man, I need one of those stickers. Um, really want to rep your brand up here in Kentucky, or the best so far is like, hey, I'm in the fishing club here at school. Never, never tell you what school. Mm-hmm. And me and everybody else in the club really like. And we're just wondering if you could help us students out by sending us some stickers. It's like, well. That's cool and all. I'm from the school of hard knocks where I've never always fucking paid for my shit. So I'm going to help you out and say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Tell mom and dad that you need a few bucks to order some stickers. You spend like, all your money on beer. Yeah. So Save $4. It was just, and now here's the interesting thing. So typically, Ben, careless Ethiopian, um, he and I will oftentimes text each other screenshots of the latest, you know, hand out, poem up, begging. And it's like apparently just something that some of these people do because he'll we'll get verbatim the same request. And it's like, oh, yep, I got that one too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I got that one. <laughs> and then we try to outdo each other with responses. Well, there's a certain fly shop out west that does the same thing. They put a price tag on their shop sticker uh-huh. because they would get people to come in and say, oh, you got any stickers? And then they'd look around for a little bit and then dip out. They were just there for the sticker. Just there for the sticker. So you put a price. They don't want it. Right. But you buy something. They're like, Here you go. Here's mm-hmm. stickers. Yeah. No charge. Well, it's like, you know, skate shop. You go to the skate shop. Oh, yeah. You know, you're always going to get a handful of stickers when you right. leave, if you're there buying something. Yeah. But they're not just laying out on the no. counter. So, anyway, you know the uh, the stickers. Um, we have a new one. We have we have a new one. <laughs> um, 
And, uh, you know, a few of you, uh, by the time you're hearing this podcast, will have seen the new sticker uh, before we started recording this evening as we were gearing up for the show. We shared uh, that new sticker. And uh, just to give proper credit where credit is due, Ted, um, who came up with the Do You Even Double Haul Bro, um, kind of has kept with the same, in the same vein. Uh, it's it's a black sticker, and it's quite simple. Mm-hmm. It's Tinkara is the new anal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I guess it's cold and lonely up there in Quebec. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of time to think. <laughs> Ted had a lot of time to think. And, and when he first texted me that, probably like six weeks ago, I'm thinking now, I was kind of like, fuck, what, what do you say to that sticker? Like, you know, like, geez. So I was like, you know, this, I don't know that I can text an answer. So I'm just going to call Ted back on this one. And I was like, Duh, bro, I don't, you know, uh, I don't know, man. He's like, well, think about it. He's like, think about it. You know, like people that do Tinkara, like, there's no middle ground. It's either you love it or you hate it. And I was like, okay. And he goes, kind of like anal. Like, either, either you've tried it and love it or you hate it. And, you know, and it's one of those things that you kind of sometimes have to be talked into because you're like, well, I don't know if I'd like that or not. Well, maybe if you tried... You know, you'll love it. And so, God bless him. Ted got those made. And uh, based on all you sick fucks out there that saw that story and have already been sending, hey, I I need that sticker. Um, where do I buy that sticker? There, there was actually a lot of those. Like, where do I buy this? How soon can I get my hands on this? Because I... I kind of want you to already sh- have my payment information. I kind of, I yes. kind of want to show it to my wife. <laughs> I need a tin car rod, uh, honey. Um, so anyway, uh, that's that's the newest sticker, um, and that one's going to be courtesy of of Ted. And um, I don't know that we're going to sell that sticker. Everybody, settle down. Um, doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to get one um, if you do want one uh we'll probably be doing a post uh proper post uh with that sticker um detailing the availability of it and uh having talked via the uh magic of cellular signal with uh ted earlier tonight uh we think that probably the best way to go with this is uh it's going to be a quid pro quo um if you end up wanting the new Tinkara sticker, then you're going to have to contact us. When I do the post, you'll you'll know, send us a DM or whatever, and we'll give you the address, and you have to send us three stickers from either your fly shop or... You know, so, stash. yeah, your personal mm-hmm. stash. Send us three really quality stickers. You, you send us some shitty ones, you're not going to get anything back. <laughs> but you send us three quality stickers, fly fishing related, 
and we are going to send you back the new Tenkara sticker. It's just kind of a trade. And yeah, you're getting one for three. That's just how bad you want it. Fly fly fishing stickers are currency. We're we're valuing ours <laughs> yeah. at a one premium. It's rate. kind of like a <laughs> cryptocurrency. Yeah, you it's just kind of say how much it's worth. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, exactly. We're just saying ours is worth three of right. yours. Yeah, and uh, and if bill. you and if you don't want one, that's fine too. Because right. uh, there's plenty of Subarus around this world that are going to get that sticker for mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I was thinking of maybe we could make a package, and it'd be all kind of stickers from all over the place. But it would be like an instant fly fisherman package. Where you get like a oh, new car. Uh, yeah. It's like all these different shops and, you know, I'm pro Squatch and I vote and, you know, all the <laughs> Jesus loves musky and all that shit. Right. All at the same time. But you have to put them all on your car. Yes. How do you enforce that, though? I don't know. So, um, Carl, you, you brought up that Jesus loves musky, yeah. which we all know that he does. And, and, <laughs> and we believe... We believe in aliens. We believe in Sasquatch, and we right. believe in Muskie. Right. And um, you know, if you want those particular stickers, Sam Flyfish is the Instagram handle. Good old Sam Bailey Sam up Bailey. in up in Cartersville, Georgia. Yep, he is the man that you need to contact about those stickers. He can get you those stickers. I'm not sure how much they go for, um, but support Sam, give him a few bucks, whatever mm-hmm. he's asking, it's more than fair, because it's a damn good sticker. Mm-hmm. So uh, It's a we, proper size. Yes, and uh, we're, we're, we're actually including that sticker as one of the stickers because when Sam, when, when I gave Sam some stickers mm-hmm. back when we did the uh, truck stop meetup, he um, gave me a handful of stickers, and on our Instagram currently we have the tag a couple of bros yeah. and then we're gonna it's still not monday i guess technically it is now but yeah. uh we were gonna pick we're gonna pick out of everybody that that followed the directions a winner and we will contact that person via instagram dm and you're gonna get a package of those stickers and the two huge koozies so um we're gonna we're gonna select that sometime tomorrow uh, probably do a story because we have a guest sticker contest winner picker. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good nose picker too. Right. So did did it not, did it make sense? Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You, you know who I'm talking oh, about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, you know, tomorrow afternoon, sometime tomorrow evening, um, we'll we'll be able to announce that. And you know what? All this shit doesn't matter because. By the time we wrap this up, send this to Andrew. It's going to take four or five days to get posted anyway, so mm-hmm. it will have already happened, and everybody's going to be like, why are they talking about this? It's already <laughs> happened. So um, so I, I went to uh, – I did a little road trip since. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Fort, Fort Myers. Yeah, yeah. Southwest Florida. Uh, you were down there for a wedding, right, Carl? Went for a wedding. Yeah. Um, went a little early, worked on a boat kinda, on the kinda, way. Kind of little uh, <laughs> business and pleasure. Right. Worked on the way, went to a wedding, worked was on that, the way home. Was that the spicy mayo job? It was. 
It was. Yeah, I got some so spicy ben, mayonnaise. So you got to see it. Yeah. Ben Ben was involved in this. Mm-hmm. Ben. ben transported mm-hmm. spicy mayo. Some, some across some spicy mayo. Across state lines. Across, across state, state lines. lines. You like the fucking dirty. bandit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Smokey's on your tail. <laughs> Smokey's on your tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It brought some spicy mustard in. I mean, mayo from a. Uh, from Charleston down to Mr. Granger mm-hmm. and hand delivered it to the shop and, and then I you know re- repackaged there. it. Yep. And uh, went down to that was Nokomis, I believe. Oh, okay. So almost down to Venice. Yeah. Wow. And I did a little gel repair there on one of Wilds' customers. Yeah. Um so the guy that has that skiff was there when you did the repair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so happens, he actually listens to the podcast, I yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. And Carl was able to get in and get out without the guy realizing, or at least he did a good job of not letting on that he realized that it was the king of Carl's Fest right. in his midst. <laughs> in- namesake. <laughs> Carl's best namesake. That's, there you go. Um, yeah, so I got in, in and out of there and then went down to Fort Myers, and we we fished around a little bit down that way. Um, we were actually, I guess it would be east of town, so it was easier between all this wedding stuff to go fish the, what is it called, that Caloosahatchee? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Okeechobee water. Yeah. And exactly. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be disgusting. Like all this Dead algae. What was it? Was it blue green? <clears throat> it was. In some areas, you couldn't tell whatsoever. Okay. It was completely normal. In other areas, where there'd be kind of a little eddy or a little corner. Um, in particular, we were at a park one time, and there was uh, some boat slips. So where the wall cut back in, uh-huh. and it would kind of filter a little bit off the surface, it was actually blue-green, just like sitting on top. But, you know, like right back in the little corner. Uh-huh. Um, no dead fish. Uh, I mean, we did all right. You know, just largemouth bass stuff or whatever. And then we went out to the beach uh, later. I guess it was, it was pretty late one night. And ended up with... Uh, I get a little snook. Um, Was that a snook or a schnook? It's a chinook. A chinook. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, nothing, nothing to kind of write home about as far. I was thinking it was going to be like, oh, it's done. I mean, they had red tide stuff going on a week or two before that. Yeah. That got blown out by the storm. Well, I know, I guess a month before that. Yeah, it would be almost a month, yeah. That, that kind of got finished off by, the storm by Matthew. It was still kind of. Are you telling around. me? Are you telling me? Saying ain't so. Nature took care of its own situation. Uh, mm. uh-uh. No way. Potentially. No. And then the blue, the blue green thing was a little bit of a letdown. I mean, I've seen some of these photos and stuff of where it gets right. really bad, and I mean, I was kind of looking for it. I was like, oh man, I kind of want to see. Right, some, some, you know, it's like a accident <laughs> on the highway. Right, yeah, you of course. Slow down. Yeah. yeah, you want to know. Like, you pretty what? much just stop and just stare. Who cares if everybody needs to get to work? That's right. Um, the 
but you know nothing nothing horrendous so i don't know if it's temperatures falling a little bit a bunch of rain because it was kind of rainy and blustery and whatever that weekend as well but ton of rain big storm coast is so how was how was the uh crop of uh bridesmaids I mean that that's that's right. the most enjoyable right. thing about a wedding is like mm-hmm. sizing up the bridesmaids right. and like doing the over under on which one's coming out you know. Well, the majority of them were like already married, and I think like three quarters of them were actually pregnant. Oh yeah. man! It's like God, what a letdown. Yeah. So just again, ate barbecue and chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just turned to the barbecue. And that was so. It. Was it when you ended up staying like a day later? Because I think you were still down there like the Monday following the weekend. Yeah, yeah. So I went uh, from there. We kind of fished around. I don't know what it was that last. I had something to take care of. Oh, it's some tire thing. That was the next day. Anyways, <laughs> I stayed another day. Oh, to go look at a boat. So I uh, I went up to Sarasota and went. I had to kill some time and went to Compound. So Which is in a new building since the last time I was at Compound. Yeah. So you said their new space is pretty rad. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. What a killer shop concept. You oh, know. yeah. Um, you ended up uh, getting... I got into the fly selection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a new box from District. Yes. In the mail a while ago, and I have yet to use it. So I'm like, man, I got to get... <laughs> I got to get my collection going again, and uh, it could have got dangerous. Well, you know, it's it's interesting that you know we have a lot of people I notice that we follow with our Instagram mm-hmm. account for the for the podcast that are fly tires, mm-hmm. and the fact that you still have an empty fly box I know. And, and you've got the bugger beast oh, nice. you've yeah. got the big old bugger beast yeah. and if and if there was ever right an, an appropriate thing to do it would be to fill carl's bugger beast <laughs> like it should be almost like a, a, not a contest but just like people's due diligence like you know yeah i mean like you know if you really are this fly tying machine and you've got your little Instagram going like you should be hitting us on the DM and saying, Hey, I would like to send Carl a half a dozen flies. And I'm sure that Carl would be more than happy to arrange them carefully and neatly Mm -hmm. in his fly box. And then Mm -hmm. also probably thank and give a shout out, Mm -hmm. you know, cause to Carl, not to speak for him, but I'm pretty sure that it would be more meaningful to have, a six fly sponsorship from mm-hmm. a local hardworking oh, yeah. fly tire than any combination of 45 quart cooler right. companies that yeah. might want to send Carl something. So, just an idea Christmas is around the corner. Right. If you're a fly tire out there, get send in touch with jelly. this if right. you want <laughs> to take and participate in Phil Carl's fly box. Yeah, I'm down with that. And then every time well, Carl looks away, I will, t- you know, right. snag a few. They probably listen to Carl while they tie their flies. You know, it's true. In 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 the past, it's a symbiotic circle. You know, <laughs> one time, one time a long time ago, I was on this other podcast, and we used to get packages from time to time from people that tied flies, mm-hmm. 
And I have literally caught several fish on several flies that people have sent. And it was it's pretty cool when you're able to be like, oh, man, this is somebody from Texas that sent this to me or this guy, you know. So anyway, um, hopefully somebody takes uh, Carl up on the Phil Carl's fly box, mm-hmm. his bugger beast. So today, Carl and I had grand plans <laughs> to uh, go out on this here muddy strip of water called Mosquito Lagoon. And uh, Carl was going to repay the favor. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. I was going to spend the morning on the dance floor <laughs> waving my fly pole around, slinging string. Mm-hmm. He got out of it again? He got out of it. <laughs> Because it was windy. So we decided to go uh, pond hopping in the golf cart, do a little bass fishing. Carl caught one. I caught one. Um, Carl, I didn't even think to ask you, was that a fly from Compound? He looked like a pretty standard Puglisi fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I I believe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, from that box. Yeah, that's one. Okay. Yeah, I got a couple. Man, it was dangerous. They have a good selection. (laughs) Yeah. When you're buying them at the store, man, they're expensive. Oh, yeah. You know, they can be really expensive. Oh, yeah. And you can't, you know, oh, I like the, oh, but I like this one. Oh, but I like this one, too. But the first one you picked, you still like that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you don't just kind of get what you need and get out. And get out then. Well, you know, I, uh, when I was up in Pennsylvania, you know, I went to the fly shop, and uh, I was like, I know this is going to be expensive, so I'm just not even going to look. I'm just going to tell the guy, I'm here for a week. Show me what I need. And he walked over, and he got the cup out, and he's like, well, if it's me, I'd take four of these, four of these. And, like, just like, and when I rung up, I was almost a fucking $100 in mm-hmm. flies. And <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Like, I wanted to throw up a little bit, mm-hmm. but then I remembered it's trout fishing. Which means I'm going to lose the fuck out of some flies. Yep. Like, the fly that I'm fishing with right now has probably caught eight or ten redfish. It's beat to shit. <laughs> you know, it, but it'll catch another eight or ten redfish. But when I trout fish, I'm lucky to get one fish. Now, it's eight or ten flies per fish. Yes, right. because, yeah. because I punish absolutely punish the trees behind me mm-hmm. with the, the you know hopper dropper double nymph rig bullshit you know and I also like to snag the shit out of the bottom and I spend more time tying knots <laughs> squinting trying to see like a fucking size 20 right. you know or size 18 like you know and so I'll take this saltwater game all day long just because it's easier less intensive i saw somebody and it may have even been a meme uh speaking of the instagram memes or no it was it wasn't a meme it was just like somebody was tying flies and it was a photo of their you know vice you know the the standard Mm -hmm. you know artsy vice photo and it's like tying a dozen of these for my upcoming bahamas trip comma even though I know I'll only fish one of them <laughs> and, 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 right. and like I actually chuckled out loud because I was like you know I've been on so many freaking bonefish trips where I like go down there with like you know 
eight, nine, ten different fly, you know, patterns, probably half a dozen of each of them or more. And at the end of the trip, I'm like, I used two different flies (laughs) and I broke, you know, like three. So I used five flies this week, you know, but I brought like 60. Now, if I'm trout fishing, 60 is not enough. No. No, but a bonefish trip, I could probably get away with you know half a dozen flies and be okay. Mm-hmm. Just a pocket. Yeah, I yeah. I remember when the and it was my first trout fishing experience in Denver two years ago, and I walked into a, I think it's Trout Outfitters or Trout Fly Shop in Denver, and I spent a hundred and fifty three dollars on flies. Oh yeah, it's easy mm-hmm. to do. And I sent a hundred of them either to the bottom or into a tree. <laughs> As, but I can't tie those. They're too small. I can't sit there with a magnifying glass and try to tie that crap. So I'm going to spend my money on it. You know, when they do the iron fly mm-hmm. or those type of events, do they ever do them with trout flies? Because no. I mean, there's always something that yeah, I know it's always it some, is. Yeah. yeah, some big hook. Yeah, it's got to be because yeah. like <clears throat> I, I can't. You know, I, I've never, never tied a fly for trout fishing like yeah. I, I don't I don't know that you know my fucking vice would hold a hook that size or at least in a manner where mm-hmm. I'd be able to do it let alone I wouldn't know the first fucking thing about putting one of those tiny little and then they they have that real tiny like copper wire that goes oh, around you know it's mm-hmm. like I mean nope. they're intricate but I would be like fuck no way no way and and when I see all those flies and I see, like, my fly box, if anybody missed it, you missed a great story. Careless Ethiopian last week was answering a question. He's been doing, like, ask me a question. Right. Yeah. And somebody's like, you know, how do you organize your fly box? And he did a video response where he, like, opened his fly box. And it was just, like, this fucking gnarled pile. mess pile <laughs> of shit. And he, like, throws one in on top. And he goes... By color and size, and closes <laughs> it, in. And, and that's my style of keeping flies. You know, <laughs> mishmash, whatever. But you look at the stereotypical trout weenie, and you open it, and it's like by size, by size, color. type, color, and I mean, it's like it's a thing of beauty. It is. And every time I think about, okay, I'm going on a trip. I've still got flies, you know, left over. I try to do that with like one box before I leave. <coughs> My fingers are too big, and then I've like even tried. Well, maybe yeah. I'm supposed to get the forceps and put them in, <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't got time for this shit. <coughs> so I realized after a while, the reason I believe you see those kind of meticulous, like bullshit, pretty boxes is those cocksuckers get stuck inside all winter all with winter. the snow. It took all yeah. winter to do. <laughs> so this is like <clears throat> probably week two of it's miserable, shitty, and snowy outside. So he's been tying flies for the first week. And he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? And you can hear, honey, honey, don't forget, we need to redo the tile in the bathroom. All right, honey, I've got one more thing to do down here at my fly tying desk, and I'll be right up. And, like, he spends the next week putting them in there in order. Putting them in. <laughs> and then, <clears throat> honey, honey, 
<clears throat> and that's where that fucking cabin fever, like everybody gets really snippy and shitty during the wintertime on fly fishing forums and on social media around fly fishing. And it's just because all these miserable fucks up north that haven't taken up ice fishing yet that are, that are jonesing to get back out and fish. They've already tied every fly that they could possibly tie with a microscope and they've put them into a fucking box. So it's almost November. So get ready. Here it comes. The shack nasties are coming. So if you if you have if you've been thinking that social media is like getting a little bit testy, it's about to get worse because you can only organize your flies so many times. Well, you got to get through uh, pumpkin season. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see. Dude, did you see the uh, you know the big Yeti party down there in the marsh? And the the best picture out of all of it was the guy that had like was fisting the fuck oh, out of yeah. that one redfish oh, like up yeah. in the gills. I was like, yeah, buddy, mm-hmm. conservationist. Conservationist. Mm-hmm. So fucking um, at its finest. As I as I belch a little bit of my uh, delicious Stupid dinner back up, meatloaf. It reminds me that the one thing that uh, I did see over the last month since we convened around the old oak table is Traeger has a new portable. I saw that. Oh, the Ranger. It's, yeah, it's yes. like twelve volt or something. It's for it's uh, twelve volt. Yeah, to hook up. So yeah. I reached out to the Traeger rep and I was like, "Dude, this thing looks pretty freaking rad." Like, but let's be honest, like. Is this something <clears throat> that I need to have my truck and I want to plug it into the cigarette lighter and it's just a tailgate thing? Or like if I had a designated battery, <clears throat> what could I do with it? <clears throat> and of course he was like, well, the the inverter that right. we sell at Traeger, I know it works well, but it will, with a 12-volt battery, it'll power that grill for like 10 hours. And I was like, holy Mm. shit, that's pretty fucking cool. Because I would have thought it would pull a whole lot more power than that. But I I I bet this, like, big one would. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they got it all set up just right. So I immediately began thinking, like, how cool would it be to get one? They're a a bit on the heavy side. They're like 55, 60 pounds. I mean, that's pretty heavy, but not terrible to be able to have it in, like, take it and do like out on an island for a weekend of camping yeah. or I was thinking because every time I've done the chickies down in the Everglades you can't have a fire can't on, have fire but you could have <coughs> a Traeger that's running off a battery yeah that's true because it's not an open flame it's not so I'm really leaning heavy towards looking at getting one of those for a trip Maybe in Ooh. January, February, because it'd be awesome just to throw something on. Yeah, <clears throat> go fish all day, come back come to the back chickie, and, and hopefully nobody smelled it downwind and came and fucking <laughs> cleaned it out on us. But uh, you have to get like a lock for it so no animals get in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, be, like you're like, dude, is that a raccoon swimming? Is that a second raccoon? Yeah. Like all the raccoons are like swimming from the manor. I was like, <laughs> I smell pork on him. <laughs> See, now that it's cooled off, man, there's no bugs outside. Everybody's like, man, camping and getting outside. Uh-huh. And, yeah. yeah. 
It's that time of year, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, it's it's getting nice and chilly outside tonight. So, uh, what do you guys think about uh, fly tying? Uh, maybe putting together a fly tying night because uh, I was down at Harry Goods um, down in Melbourne and uh, told Rich, who's the proprietor there, that we might think about putting together a fly tying night just so we can go down and uh, hopefully some of the local folks that listen to the show might want to come down. Show face, have Show fun. face, drink a few beers, tie a few flies, tell a few lies, that kind of thing. So that, that's kind of something I've got on my radar that I'd like to see if we could put together and do um, here during the cooler season when it's yeah. nice yeah. outside. I don't know if that interests any of you guys or if I'm flying so no. I mean I'm probably gonna have to chaperone <laughs> yeah somebody's gonna have to like when I yell what's dubbing <laughs> <laughs> be able to answer and point right what's flash answer point what's well, see hook? Carl I-, I was thinking your role and my role cause like I could tie a fly but like when I'm done it looks like a six-year-old tied it. Mm-hmm. Now it still catches fish. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a pretty fly. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark, however, ties pretty flies. Ben, I don't know. You've never given me any flies, so I'm I'm still holding out on my opinion on your fly tying. <laughs> but uh, you um, probably are a pretty boy fly tire. Uh, um, no. So so we're gonna let the pretty fly guys buy pretty flies, <laughs> and Carl and I will just like hold down the top of the beer cooler, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe you know kind of be like the guards at the gate and be like, um, "Would you care for a beverage?" Right. Oh yeah yeah. What do you have in there? Oh we got some PBR, we got some Coors, a little banquet beer. What, what what would you like? And they'll be like, "Oh I'd like a PBR." And be like, "Okay, sounds good." And then there's going to be that, that awkward, awkward silence. <laughs> and we're going to go, well, that's PBR's four flies. Right. Get over there and tie some more. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just have, we'll just have a cup there mm-hmm. where people deposit flies and get the free beer. I mean, it's not technically free. They're paying some flies. But I thought that might be a good way. That'd be a quick way that to fill your fly. box. Mm-hmm. The uh, Do you need weed guards up here? Um, depends on where you're fishing okay. around here. But, uh, you know, let's put it this way. I've never thought that a weed guard on a fly was a bad thing, even Fair. if I didn't need it. There you go. But it's a really bad thing if it doesn't have it and I do need it. Because okay. I always have nippers and I can clip Nip it off. off. But yeah. even if there's no grass to foul the hook and it's there, it's yeah. it's not in the way. Exactly. So. Okay. Yeah, that's my opinion on that. So there, there was something else that I didn't have on my notes, but when we were talking, I was thinking. Now I'm, I can't, I'm looking at my notes right now. now. I can't remember. It was when we were talking about the trigger. Shit, I can't remember. Um, everybody see that uh, our good friend up at... Uh, District is in Mexico. I think he's back now. Yeah, yeah, I think he's back now. But uh, yeah, he he did a little trip down to Mexico. Uh, I did not see any fish gripping grins 
uh, surface yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's possible he subscribes to, uh, you know, good practices. Uh, potentially he's uh, an adopter of the Fly Fishing 101 that uh, we, we teach of, uh, you know, take lots of pictures and then hold mm-hmm. on to them so that mm-hmm. at a later point you can look like you're still on the trip. <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, I mean, that's a tried and true right. method on on social media is the did, didn't didn't I see them go on that trip like six months ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that is the same trip. Oh, OK. This is just the 14th picture from the trip from six months ago. Mm-hmm. But it works. Works. Keeps the feet alive. Right. You know, so I'm hoping that Rich has some photos of maybe a bonefish or a permit or something. Yeah. We'll see. Did he go to fish? Did he go to? I think I think he went with the intention of just decompressing a little bit. He took his wife, sort of some of the you know, hanging out with the wife yeah. on the beach. But I, I do think he planned on fishing while he was there yeah. if, if the opportunity presented itself. Where did he go down down uh, Mexico? Mexico, but I can't remember the oh, name yeah, of the lodge. Part. Is it is it Mexico who has the tradition? If you catch your first permit on the fly, you eat the scorpion. Is that? Uh, I, I don't think I've, I, yeah. I don't think I ever wanted to fish for a permit. <laughs> if if that's if that can you can you research that and get back to me because if that's the, that's the case I'm not going to Mexico to go permit no. fishing. No, you know, like sorry, deals might off. Be like Belizean, yeah, a Belizean thing. But there's what's the well, there's wherever a, it is, I'm yeah, not yeah. going there. Yeah, that's that's just not, that's yeah. dumb. Like a scorpion. <laughs> a scorpion? Eat a scorpion? Yeah, it's keep like your a, fucking uh, fish. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder like nobody here. <laughs> it's actually like they tell you that they're like, uh, if you catch a pyramid palomina, <laughs> you will eat a scorpion. <laughs> and you're like, okay. And then you come back at the end of the day, and they're like. Did you get the Palomina, Palometta, what that, whatever? No. no, saw fourteen of them, but fuck, yeah. all, fuck all. I wasn't casting that motherfucker. The guides love it. It's the best fucking tradition they've ever come up with. You just catch a bunch of little snapper, <laughs> right? And eat yeah, them, and then barjacks. Yeah. Can we go? Can we go to the barjack hole? Yeah. God, I, I'm gonna have to get back to you on that. All right. Yeah. I need a bigger screen. <laughs> Sorry, you don't have an iPhone. <laughs> Life's tough sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, tell you what, it's getting uh, a little bit late, and uh, I got to be at the airport tomorrow, mid to late morning, and yeah. uh, I got to be there at six a.m. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, won't be me. Good for you. Better plans. Yeah, better plans. I think I'll be sleeping about 6 a.m. <laughs> so, uh, it's going right. to be cold. I won't be able to get out of bed that early anyway. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Keep I'm, the old, covers I'm older up. than I was last show. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, you know, good times. We uh, we got together. It's It's been a little while since we mm-hmm. had the opportunity. Everybody was busy, but uh, tonight was awesome. We got together, put some uh, meat on the Traeger, and... Uh, had a wonderful dinner and uh, yeah. got to sit here and air our grievances mm-hmm. and, and make suggestions on how we feel we can make the world a better place by filling Carl's bugger beast. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
aside from that, I guess uh, this week we're uh, going to try to see if we might be able to uh, get back together maybe Wednesday-ish or Ish. so. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe have a little guest in-house yeah. and uh, put something else together so it's not so long till the next time. And uh, with that, hopefully uh, we're going to be able to do this seamlessly. And we're going to get out of here. Episode something. Something. Mm-hmm. See ya. Later. <laughs>